Welcome to the She Runs It podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole DeBoom. And Sarah Ratzloff. We are two successful female business owners who have found strength, confidence, and community through fitness. And we want to share that gift with you. Join us as we talk about what really matters to active women. We can't wait to hang out with you. Now let's get started. Great, Sarah, we're back. Nicole, what you got for us over there? Um, oh, well, I was just hanging out, doing a little casual reading of our reviews. They're so good, aren't they? <laughs> okay, I love, I love this one. Her name is You Can't Be Me. I don't know. It's very funny. Um, and it reminds me of Say Anything for some reason. Wasn't there a song in that movie? You want to be me? I can't remember. Anyway, um, so the heading is so applicable to real life. And it's five stars. Oh, what we want. So here's what what you can't be me says. This actually irritates me a little that it's so awesome. It irritates me because I feel like two of my great friends are having a conversation and I don't get to respond or talk with them. Even the episodes I didn't think I would appreciate as much. I was still able to take away little nuggets that just make me appreciate Nicole and Sarah even more. Keep it up, ladies. The world needs this right now. <laughs> I love that one. I didn't even know that's the one that you had picked. It's one of my I favorite. love that one. It's one of my faves. And you know, there is actually a podcast where people read bad reviews in very dramatic voices. It's oh, really, really funny. And I felt while I was reading that, even though it was a good review, that I was doing it uh, in a very dramatic It was, it was a little dramatic. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, do you have one you want to read? No, I didn't. I wasn't prepped for that. <laughs> I wasn't. I mean, I can find one. Well, I do. You know, maybe people don't know, but uh, we do read them. We read all of them. We read all of them, and there's 180, and we're still running a promo. Actually, we are. Yeah. So if you like the show. And I guess mm-hmm. if you don't like it, you could leave a bad review, but we're really hoping for the five-star yeah. ringers. If you don't um, like it, just like delete us and move on. <laughs> Please don't. Please yeah, don't just, mean. yeah, just. We are very actually very sensitive. <laughs> I would probably cry. Although so. with this episode, which is about being a female entrepreneur running a business, we are not allowed to be that sensitive, Sarah. You can be sensitive and be a female business owner. Well, I'm not I, saying give up your feminine sensitive side. Let's just be clear. I do cry sometimes. <laughs> Let me also be clear. <laughs> Men can also be sensitive. What the hell? This is Do you wow. know I have to tell you a story? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yes. Oh, are we reading leave, another? Leave the We're- review. We're not leaving one. Leave a review. and Yes. Wait, subscribe, rate, and review us. <laughs> and subscribe, you could and win something. What could they $300 win? to skirt sports, to shop our new platinum line, which That's is huge. awesome. That's huge. A lot of money. You it's won't need any other clothes. Just leave a review. I mean, maybe you might want to wash them occasionally. <laughs> you don't need underwear with but them. But the triple pocket tight, you could <laughs> live in those in winter. I'm wearing them as we speak. So subscribe, rate, and review us just to any episode, preferably Fried Stars. Leave us a great comment. We love to hear from you. (laughs) And you could win $300 to Skirt Sports. And 
that's part of why we're talking today is because we just relaunched the skirt sport store, which is amazing. But not the physical store in Boulder. The oh, online no. store. <laughs> Do people still leave their houses in COVID? I'm like, does think people go outside? I don't know. It's yeah. very confusing no, not, time. Be specific. No, not that store. <laughs> not that store. Um, so you go to skirtsports.com. Yeah. You can shop the, and it's got a brand new look. I mean, congratulations, Sarah. You know, I'll be honest. One of the things that, since we're going to roll right into talking about business, today was supposed to be a way to give people a little eyeball behind the curtain. I, yes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about this. I was like, should we call it like, uh, like up her skirt? (laughs) Swear to God. I was thinking that like, should we call it up her skirt? (laughs) Behind the skirt, under the skirt, under the skirt. None of it quite seems right. Those are all different kinds of behind the skirt. Yeah. Behind the skirt. (laughs) (laughs) How about behind the scenes at skirt sports? Great. We just made it longer. Perfect. But no, (laughs) we're not wordsmithers today. Um, But a couple things happened just now. Um, You were going to tell a story and then we had to finish the other thing. And then I forgot what the story is and it had to do with crime. I can tell you that story. Um, I'll tell you that story right now because it's actually (laughs) very funny. So because we were talking about crying and um. I was also telling you earlier that right around my, my period, I like, there's a couple of days, usually one solid day of either anger or like full on, I mean, just crying. And a lot of times I'll, cause I talk to my mom a lot, you know, and I'll be crying and I'm like, it's possible my period's going to start tomorrow. Mom, just, just so you know. And if it does, let's just pretend this never happened. <laughs> so anyways, that was not one of those days. Um, but So we, you know, races have been canceled. The entire endurance industry has essentially been disbanded and we've all been doing virtual races, which though I am thankful for our community for supporting us, we're as tired of them as you are. I love how it brings us all together, but I think we're all ready for real races. So, um, you know, everything's up in the air in COVID because really all the races were canceled. So I was working with Amelia Island, which was our biggest, um, which is our biggest race location because it's gorgeous and we finish on the beach and it's just beautiful. The course is beautiful. It's actually, do you know that we've actually been rated um, or awarded top 20 half marathons in the U S for four years in a row? There's like a plaque, there's a plaque back there by Bib Brave. I did not know for four in a row. I I knew about one. No, it's four years in a row now (laughs) that one. So you got to hang your hat on those things or your skirt. I know. Yes. I know. <laughs> or your skirt. Um, but it's a big race and it's one that's near and dear to my heart and it's in my backyard. And so I called, um, we, we were working on the date and you have to coordinate the date with the city. And in the city of, for Amelia Island, there's, you have to, there's, half of the course goes through Fort Clinch, a portion of the course goes to the city. Um, And so you have to coordinate with all these entities to find one date that they all agree on. Then you also have to ensure that your um, race management team. So I hire a team of guys that come in, they manage the court and they're phenomenal, but they have a race on the date that we normally had our race. 
so we're moving it all right. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. And I was, I was working with the city and I was kind of getting this answer back of like, Hey, it's not going to work this year. And I called the woman and she just was not very kind to me. And, um, and I, I mean, I got off the phone and I literally cried. I cried for like a five, five minutes. Isn't that funny? Well, it's what funny, I was you know? thinking is maybe, yeah. what if you cried on the phone to her? <laughs> Would that have helped? No, I don't, I don't. She did call me back. We worked it out. I was probably being a little dramatic, but, um, I just, you know, sometimes it just gets you, you know, and sometimes well, like. You have, and it's yeah. hard to, you know, trying to bring these races back um, in this year. There's a lot of different things we have to do. We have to lock in. And I know that this is about behind the skirt scenes at skirt sports, not necessarily Zuma, but there are a lot of different things that we're having to do um, in order to bring these live events. Um, and as a general rule, I try not to, you know, just outwardly cast to, our runners, all the, inf all the things that we're dealing with, that's part of my job as an owner and a race organizer is to handle the details. So when you show up, you think like, oh, wow, this is seamless and beautiful and all of that without knowing, like in the background, we were all up until two in the morning and, and this person canceled. I mean, that's, that's what we do, right? We love the adrenaline of it. So it's, it's important that we kind of, um, handle those details in the background, um, but sometimes, especially right now, um, it's a different world. Um, and, and so we have to adjust. So I think all that just caught up with me a little bit and I cried a lot. And then, you know what? I felt great. And she called me back <laughs> and like, I had to dry my tears. Cause I was like, Oh God, I've got to take this call. And then I was like, hello. <laughs> she was like, yes, I talked to the police and it's going to be fine. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> so tears That's came again right so but you know i think this is a really good point <laughs> what the point is is, is, the point? is the point well i think yes. part of this is about we want to talk about what it was like to be a female business owner yes and you know i think there's some argument out there that why do you have to put the word female in there why can't you just mm -hmm. be a business owner and i i see the point yeah. But at the same time, I can only speak to my experience and you can only speak to your experience as yes. women. And so that's what we're going to speak to today. And as yes. women, like we, you just shared, and like I tried to poo poo, but it really is not poo pooable, <laughs> is that there are emotions that get intertwined yes. with your business. And part Absolutely. of the dance that we, constantly run and, and mm -hmm. work is how to keep our emotions. I wouldn't say out of the business, but to draw mm -hmm. a dividing line between the best decisions for the business yeah. uh, versus the best decisions to make us happy. You know what yeah. I mean? I totally agree. I agree. It's very important that that, that happens. And I will say that long ago, I promised myself to live a life of passion where sort of every day felt didn't every day didn't feel like work. And, and it really doesn't even to this. Some days it feels that way, but mostly it feels amazing because I care. I really care about what we're doing. Um, it's important to me. And that's where I think your emotions can get infused 
um, into some of this because it matters. These are other women that we're serving. And I think it's important to note that um, there are not as many female business owners out there. There are not. It's I've looked up the stats before. It's just not the same. The ones who are in business um, don't often reach over a you know, $25,000 a year threshold. Um, so there is something to be said for being a female business owner, a female entrepreneur. Um, there aren't that many of us out there um, I, growing. They're growing. And, you know, I know part of my passion and part of yours too, is to help other women find what they love and, and make a business. It can be profitable and you can support yourself and your family um, through it all. So, um, but it's not, it's not always pretty. It can look from the outside sort of glamorous and fun and exciting, but it's, I mean, there is certainly a grind to it, right? I mean, um, we, so for example, the website that we just launched, um, I spent the weekend building. I literally built our new um, website. I had, I taught myself um, how to build things in Shopify, which I've built websites before, but um, you know, that was not at the hands of, of a hired help of marketing gurus. You know, that was me and the team building that and setting up everything on the back end just to make sure that it looked like we wanted it to look, Um, you know, and that's how I spent my weekend. So that was really And there's a big parallel there between what you were talking about with Zuma and what, Mm -hmm. what goes on at skirt sports. And I think every business is going to, every business owner or people who know, who dabble in the entrepreneurial world are going to Mm -hmm. see parallels between what we're talking about, because at the end of the day, we want the customer, the user to have a seamless experience that brings them joy, happiness, positivity, whatever it is that we're providing. And so in the case of the website, which Mm -hmm. I was going to tell you is something that we desperately wanted to change in the last year, but we were Mm -hmm. facing other battles and we said, we can't deal with that right now. Yeah. website will live on as it is. And the new owner can take a stab at it and look at this. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And so the point is, we work really hard behind the scenes on all yeah. kinds of shit that nobody knows about. Nobody knows. And mm-hmm. we're going to share some of that today we so are. that you can have a wonderful experience in the products and events that we give you. Yes. This will be yes. fun. Let's do it. Let's, well, now let's go up her skirt. I mean, behind the skirt. Just under the skirt. This doesn't have to be explicit because of that, does it? Let's travel under the skirt. (laughs) Um, We we thought maybe, I thought, and I think you agreed, that it'd be really cool to start with the product. Because yes, skirt sports is about so much more. It's it's an incredible community. There's there's a feeling you get when you wear the product that makes you feel Mm -hmm. like you're part of something because you are. Um, But most people do not know what really goes into putting together a product line and you didn't either. So this is really fun because I think as we talk them through this process, maybe you can also share some of your surprise moments. (laughs) Yes. So could we start with like the timeline? How far ahead do you start a season? 
So, and let's, I would like to say that, um, you know, even though I am the new owner, um, really the majority of the team stayed um, with us. So, um, which I don't know that this would have been possible without it. You know, Nicole, you've continued to advise um, and you give me good gut checks. Um, Sarah Vernon Bruner, who was um, the the president and really who managed the timelines um, is still very, very much involved. The development team is the same. Our marketing is the same. It's all the same. Um, the roles have been reduced a little bit in capacity to kind of get everything back up and going, but it's a similar team, which is great because everyone has schooled me hard on how to, you know, make a skirt. So speaking of the timelines, Sarah has been our taskmaster and she, um, continues to let me know that I'm always, I'm behind at all times, <laughs> always not like, you know, a day or a two, but like months, like we should be working on spring 22 right now. So we actually just wrapped up all the design and development for fall 21. So the product that you would see in, um, let's say September, October, later this year, nine months away, we just um, finished up all the designs and choosing which styles of skirts and leggings and bras and shorts and all of those things um, that we will be making. Um, so that's, and then now we're going to start on spring 22, that development cycle as well. So it's a very long lead time um, to get all of this going. So what I always loved was people would be like, Hey, Valentine's day is coming up. Can you make me a red skirt? And you're like, it's two weeks away. Yeah. So, you know, over a year is what you're usually well over a year is when yeah. you're starting a season. You can't just yeah. throw it together. So there's this perception that you can get products made a lot faster. And yeah. there are ways I think to produce faster. We know there are, but the quality can suffer. And yes. so we want to make sure, and part of the mm -hmm. fact that much of the team is still the same, we want to make sure that the quality remains the same, but that the brand and the product line gets an, a, a fresh infusion. So it's yes. a good time to like, hey, you redid the website. It's freaking fresh. Mm -hmm. It looks amazing. It's so clean and, and it's got sparkle to it. It's just awesome. Same thing with the product line. Yes. Which is yes. so cool. Um, well, yeah. what I love um, is, so, and I had no idea that this happened, right? There's an actual trend analysis that goes into this, right? Trend and color analysis. So there's only, do, I don't know if you remember the movie, The Devil Wears Prada. Of course. Where, you know, Anne Hathaway laughs at, is it Meryl's? Uh-huh. Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yep. She's like that blue. And then Meryl Streep is like so rude to her about, well, how this blue got chosen. Um, and how, you know, she's wearing like the the two year later cast off of of whatever. So that really sort of does happen, right? There's these the where you may see, you may notice, like, oh, well, all of my workout apparel matches my shoes, which matches my jackets. Like there's trend like right now green is back in and purple is back in. So the colors um, kind of come, uh, the whole industry leans towards certain palettes. 
Um, so when we are building out our, our, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Seasonal our, collections. Yes. <laughs> they are based on, um, on these, you know, trending color palettes and what's funny. So Nicole, you and nobody can really see unless you're watching on YouTube, but I think there's like 20 people watching us on YouTube. So, um, you can see these colors on, you know, we're designing everything. We're looking at these prints. We're looking at that. And, um, and the colors on a piece of paper printed out or on a screen look very different. So we end up ordering these Pantone colors or PMS swatches. So you can see the actual color, um, of, you know, what, what's coming in the season, which for fall, I'm so glad you told me to do that because we ended up making a last minute change on one of our beautiful blues that tend, it was a little too green and it needed to be a little bit more of this warm, beautiful blue. And so we made that adjustment from seeing it in line and we actually are making a red skirt. Oh, well, so for Valentine's Ribbon next red. year, next yeah, year's so next February, if you want this and we have any left, Ribbon we can sell it to you. You it's know, beautiful. that's, that was one of the things too, that I was surprised at how much I loved was yeah. going through the trends and guiding and leading each trend we chose Yes. In a way that I felt our customers would most embrace. And I also was surprised at how much I loved the color process. I mean, you basically are becoming a color expert. And I also was so annoyed that every year there'd be like a trending blue, right? (laughs) And then the next season, six months later, there's another trending blue and it's just far enough off that you actually can't use the same color. And it was so so annoying. And so customers will often ask like, why couldn't you just keep the same blue? Well, you could, but then you're kind of off trend. And is it that important? Maybe, maybe not. Like we're not in a bunch of retail stores anymore. So it's Mm -hmm. not like your, your product is standing out as weird because that's what can end up happening if you're totally off trend. But when you think bigger picture, like eight years ago, bright Uh neon, not even eight. Yep. And now it is when I was growing up in the eighties. Totally. And it they keep recycling. And now and it's like tonal earthy yoga, you know, in running. And it's just it's a constant like small creeps on this color and trend, you know, watch list here that eventually over a number of years form very different looks, but you don't realize you're creeping to those different looks. You know, what I have certainly found, though, um, throughout this process is that fit and quality of product, how important that is. So I know you and the team made this amazing switch right before I took the company on where you had found the dreamiest um, Lux compression. So this phenomenal compression um, fabric. I literally can live. I it, like, I wash my, and mind you, I, I didn't wear skirt sports before I bought the company. Like, and now I'm really mad that I, I never did because they fit better than anything. I like they, my leggings actually stay on. I'm not hiking them up all day. So 
Um, so this Lux compression is phenomenal. And then you had also switched out um, the shorties under the skirts, which had often been mesh, but we had received some, you know, some feedback that it wasn't fitting. It wasn't, maybe it was scratchy one season. It just wasn't, it wasn't a bankable product or a fabric that you could, you know, repeat every single year. And so you had switched to this Lux light, which is just wearable. I mean, it's just, it's like wearing, it's like a nice hug all day, but like not like a squeeze hug, like a perfectly comfortable <laughs> hug. So, you oh know, God, I love it, but it's so important yeah, that those are fit um, correctly. And it's amazing because you'd think, oh, it's just fabric, right? You can make the fabric every single time, but it's custom made. It's custom made. It's custom dyed. And so every time you make it, um, it has to, you know, it's made by humans. Um, so there are always margins of error or, I mean, it's just, we, we've talked about workouts before, right? Like you can't go out and every time you do a workout, it's, you're not a machine. Um, though these are made by machines as well as humans. So I guess maybe it should work. Anyway, we should talk about the margins on both on all of it, because here's what I learned in business. You Mm -hmm. will never be right. You will never be 100% perfectly right. That is correct. You will never order the exact number of units. You'll either order way too less and you didn't know that people want it and then they're mad at you or you'll think everyone's going to buy this color or print and you order more and then people are like, eh, not so much. And you got to put on sale. Yeah. Same thing goes for when you're making garments. So starting with the fabric, fabric Mm -hmm. is a bitch, but I love it. Like Mm -hmm. you are now a wash in fabric swatches. I sent the fabric library that we had built for years. And like, you could literally lay down and shower yourself with all these fabrics and be like, this one feels great. Well, it's like a three inch swatch. You can't really tell until you get a bigger swatch and then you get some production yardage and then you test it. Mm -hmm. And then every batch can be slightly different. And that is why the fitting, like you had mentioned, is so important. So important. Well, can I talk about something with the fitting? Um, Yeah. Because there is something called tolerance. So, Mm -hmm. and I think you're learning this in your first and second season. I learned it within the first couple of years. It took me a while to figure out like, oh, tolerance can really make and change things. So when you have a measurement, say it's an Uh inseam, say it's like 26 inches inseam. Well, you have to allow the factory plus or minus whatever is reasonable. It might be a quarter inch or a half inch. Well, 20, 25 and a half inches can kind Mm -hmm. of make a difference on, on a leg. Yeah. So people could be like, well, it's not 26 inches. It's only 25 and a half. And this is where it gets a little bit tough because you're never hundred percent right. It's Mm -hmm. always a little bit gray. There's always wiggle room and you can't expect that kind of perfection, but we strive for it. Absolutely. Well, and there's even in place. So let's say, you know, we were just discussing, okay, we just picked out all the colors and the prints and all the styles for fall. But spring, we placed an order for spring, I want to say it was in November. And so, and long before that, the prints and the fabrics had been in development. 
So now here we are in January, we're through our second round of fittings. So there are multiple fittings. So let's say a happy girl, right? So, you know, because you've been fitting these still, Nicole, um, because no one else can do it quite like you. <laughs> and so, so Nicole will get the happy girl this year. Now they, we've made the happy girl for years. Um, but every go round when we make it, whether it's in a new fabric or just a new round of it has to be fitted typically up to three times, right? Correct. And on a couple of base sizes. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing is that I'm a size small. So I'm fitting because I know the product so well. I'm going to keep fitting yeah. for as long as I need to. And then we also have a large and a 1X who mm -hmm. fit as well because- yeah. When you do the grading, grading is mm -hmm. another thing. People are like, what's grading? Well, grading is when you take a measurement on a size small and you subtract yep. a little bit of each measurement, and that's your extra small. You add mm -hmm. a little bit for medium. But when you start grading, you can't take a size small and grade a 3X off of it. it the right. measurements change. So you need to have another base size in there. So yes. it is quite a process. It is. It is. There are multiple fitting. And that's just one style. So let's say that that season. So in spring, uh, sneak peek. Right, let me make sure I'm getting all the styles right. Yes. So in spring, we're offering Gym Girl Ultra Happy Girl. We have the Jaguar coming back, Cascade, Hover, and Jet. Do we have Hover? Yeah. I. Oh, and Lot of Breeze Skirt. Oh yeah. So there are, and that's, I'm not even hitting the skirt with leggings categories. Um, all those styles have to be fitted three times and in each fabric. Correct. So if we have a specialty fabric, which we do, um, two of them in our, our upcoming spring, summer collection, those also have to be fit. So there are a multitude of fittings that are occurring on multiple sizes. Um, and then we go through rounds of comments of like, okay, get this to fit right, get this to fit right, that sort so, of thing. So um, Sarah, yes. I have to tell yeah. you a fun fact. Yeah, The most fittings we've ever had on a style, yeah. I think were eight. It was for the oh, gotta goodness. go skirt with the trap door. Oh yeah. That we did that on that door, right? Kickstarter. Yes. Eight. <laughs> Literally the factory was like, wow. I'm going to kill you. And then it just pushes back and delays your shipment and all that. Yeah. So we tow the line behind the yeah. scenes of deciding, does this fit perfect enough that we can go mm -hmm. to production? Because if yeah. we say we need one more round, it could be another month. Yes. And just to let everyone know, a factory doesn't go style by style. They may take your entire line and wait for one extra month because of right. one style that had a little tweak. So yep. it's a really fine line that we, we tow behind the scenes of like getting it as perfect as we can, but also getting things in a timely manner. So we mm -hmm. always want to have it be perfect. But as yeah. we said at the beginning, you're never perfect. You're never right. No. So you get it as best we can and, and just yes. try to keep moving. Yes. And I really believe Nicole that, um, I mean, you are an 
you are an elite athlete. And so you have always needed clothing that supported your training. I mean, that's how you founded this. And in many ways, you created a category where there was none. Um, So skirt sports, as I've learned, is so much about supporting your performance as an athlete. Now, I know plenty of women wear skirts and leggings for things like lounging around the house, going to to <laughs> school or work or whatever that is. But, um, you know, you have been so detail oriented and how does it fit? How does it perform? And that's been a really cool thing to come into. Um, you know, there's no way my skill set is not one of coming into like, I'm not a business founder, and I'm going to live the dream and my passion and create this. And I'm, I'm like a come in after all the hard work has been done, <laughs> get all the learnings that I can, you know, and, and build upon it on it from there. I, there's no way that I could have come into this without all of the, the knowledge and the testing and the passion about that you had for building a brand that supported women in their athletic performance. Um, and to me, I see that you may not know that because you lived that, but I see that, you know, coming in from the outside, how important um, all of that is and how important it is to, to continue that on, you know, that, that we cannot put the rubber grippers in the happy girl, um, but they must stay in the lioness. I mean, just the little details um, that go into to everything. And I mean, even down to we're, at, we're making decisions on thread color. Mm-hmm. You know, what thread color is it? Every on single every season. seam. Exactly. Oh my God, of every we, garment. Yes. And we we have a team of experts that support us in that. Um, you know, and and I know you leaned on Heidi and her team and I do the same as well to make the, you know, and we have to decide what zippers, what, what, I mean, that we got a drawstring, um, on the lot. What was it? The lot of breeze mm-hmm. skirt. And it had those but, weird ends. Yeah. You were like, get this out of here. We I can't. was like, what are these things? <laughs> but like, there's tiny details on every product yeah. that really do make the big difference. So yeah. seam. you talked about seams, seam placement. I mean, these are women's bodies. We have curves. We are soft in places. Um, We want to make sure that seams don't rub and Mm -hmm. that they, I don't know what the right word is, like they kind of flatter. So the placement of of the different pattern pieces also becomes Mm -hmm. really important. And things like where you put a pocket. Yes. You know, you Huge. want it where it's not going to bounce, but also where it's not going to stick out and make your thigh look bigger. And, you know, yes. it needs to be just right. Yeah. So I have Damn. to tell you on the pocketopias and the triple pockets, yeah. the side pocket that I can put my phone in, I'm like, I don't now when I wear other capris that I have, that I try to put my phone, try yeah. to put my phone in, there's yeah. no pockets there no. or they won't, it won't stay up because they're, um, the elastic is not right at the top or something along those lines. Like, it's just very funny. I can't even believe when I put my phone in those, that it doesn't move. Like it doesn't, and it doesn't feel uncomfortable. It's not bulky. I'm like, what if, what have I been doing all this time? You know, well, and now you I don't want to wear them. <laughs> well, now I, I know I'm like, Oh, this, I, it's like slowly dawning on me. You know, I've been so in deep um, trying to keep this company going amidst 
COVID and a number of life changes and homeschooling my children and, you know, Zuma owning that company, but the entire endurance industry just like, you know, got turned on its head. So really just now, I mean, what are we five months in kind of starting to surface and be like, oh, oh, well, my, my company made this. Sarah, I have to tell you, like, you're not giving yourself enough credit to because yeah, you might not have had the technical knowledge on how to put a product line together. Mm-hmm. Well, you're learning it, but one yeah. of the best qualities or the qualities of a great leader is to be able to recognize the areas that you need to dig into and take on and actually do versus the yeah. areas where maybe you just need to know enough to give the guidance that's important for you to give. And then you need to attract and develop a beautiful team that can support yeah. you with your vision. And that's what I felt like when we came together is Mm -hmm. you may not, again, know the technical details of like where the, why we put pockets where we put them, but you're bringing a fresh outlook in so many different ways to the product line. And you're questioning things that need to get questioned because when you do it for 15 years, you Mm -hmm. start to think it's the only way to do it. So you are rocking. And I am so impressed (laughs) by how fast you're learning. You know, you stopped saying pattern for prints a long time ago. (laughs) And like, these are things that, you know, you just have to keep retraining yourself, right? You You do. Yeah. Well, and it's been so much fun. And I will say the skirt sports community has just really lifted lifted me up along the way. I just have been, um, so impressed and so thankful, um, with, of the, the support and some of the understanding and the forgiveness. I mean, um, we, you know, we had launched a a presale with our ambassadors long before this line ever came out and we crashed, we crashed the website. I mean, it was was like down, they were like, get it up now. I'm going to miss out. (laughs) It was bad. It was bad. And you know, it was, it was a tough, um, it was a tough thing to swallow because I, we had, I had spent lots of time with that, with our developer and things like that on, on getting that right. But you know, that mistake, uh, if you want to call it that was, it was with a group of women who support us. They love us. Our ambassadors do love the brand. So they were willing, I think, to be forgiving, um, with us on that. And, and then because we crashed that, I was like, well, we need to rebuild this website and we have, and actually now when you order, you can sign up for text alerts. So whenever your shipment gets made, you can get text messages that it's coming to you. You get an email immediately. What <laughs> your face is I didn't like, know that. Cause I haven't been yeah. ordering it. You've just been sending it I to know. me. Thank you. Well, you get free stuff, you know, whenever you need it. So, or whenever you want it. Everyone Um, heard that it's on the record. (laughs) Yes. Always never ending supply. Um, but you know, the, the, the capabilities of the website are, are the back end of it. You know, it, it actually looks somewhat similar to what you guys had before about the search capabilities and the links to the menus and, and all of those different things are, are different. And I think really it helps support a, a better consumer, and customer experience throughout, um, 
throughout the whole journey. And so, you know, and I know you and I have, uh, we're about to reach the end of our time. So I don't, um, I know we want to wrap up and we all have, always have our takeaways, but I want it because part of the reason we're doing even this episode is someone had made a comment or maybe messaged us on an email and, and said, Hey, I'd be interested in hearing more about the behind the scenes of being a female business owner. And we wanted to talk about skirt because it's fun to, you know, talk about the development and and people always ask us and things like that. But, um, you know, you hit on something. If you want to be a, if you want to be a business owner, there is a certain level of adaptability and reading the current scene um, that, that you have to be okay with. And as a type A personality, I have not always been okay with that kind of a thing. You know, when I was at Disney, that was part of where I would get a lot of feedback of like, why are you so rigid in your approach to things? Um, Because I sort of would lay down my plans and I'd be like, well, this is how we're going to do it. And if we somehow strayed or there was a different opinion, I wasn't okay with that. And so then in my journey as a leader and um, an entrepreneur, I realized you literally can't control really anything. The only thing you can control is to be prepared for the fact that everything's going to change and that you can read the situation. And if you have built a good team, like you're saying, you guys can adapt to whatever's happening. You know, we can say, you know what? No one likes this certain print that we made. Like I won't probably cry about that if you don't like a certain print, but it would be our job then to adapt and say, okay, well, how do we get this product, you know, moving so then we can get another print in that people do like, or if, uh oh, our fit is off because the stretch in the Lux compression was a little extra. Well, we certainly want to make sure we have good customer service. So, um, you know, you change your focus from selling the product to servicing and saying, I want to make sure you had a good experience. How do I, how do I make things better, you know, for you and we fix it for our cut. So as a leader, I think it's important to sort of always be adaptable, lean on your team for the things. And for a long time, I didn't have a team. It was just me doing it that was also exhausting, but the passion, you know, kind of pushes you through and you become a, the difference I think that happens when you become an owner is that you become sort of a jack of all trades, master of none, right? You have to like get your hands, you know, you're a generalist. You you have to, you're almost Mm -hmm. like the, you're like the hub of a wheel. You know, your job is not to know and be an expert at every single thing. Your job is to trust your gut, read the business situation and react accordingly. And then bring in marketing when you need to, or bring in product development or bring in customer service and like be the hub at the center of the spoke that brings everyone together. You problem solve, right? All day long, I problem solve. And on the weekends, I build websites. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, and I think, you know, here's what's the beauty of skirt sports is mm-hmm. that there is a hub and then yeah. there's the, the layers, the concentric, the, not concentric, the circles around it. Yes. You've got your internal team. Yes. And then you have your community and yes. it's like, I realized long ago that if I didn't bring the community 
into part of the process, yeah, I would do a disservice. I would just be mm-hmm. making things I liked and maybe my team liked, yeah. but who knows if everyone would like them. And so yeah. when you mentioned earlier, you know, the beauty of the feedback, well, it's not always beautiful. Mm-hmm. Our, our community can be very outspoken in a bad way, but not bad. Yeah. I'm saying in a, in a way where they need to make sure their voices are heard. And if we exactly. are doing the right job, we will listen to those voices. And anytime yeah. a negative situation appears, it's an op- opportunity to turn it all around again. It and is. that is what I've seen you do again and again and again with both Skirt and Zuma now that you're running both organizations. Yeah. And um, I think it's something that everyone can relate to. Yeah. Listening. And also the fact mm-hmm. that everyone listening, hopefully, is a skirt sports owner of something. And something. that you we want you to know that you are part of this company beyond mm-hmm. being a customer. You are the, the reason you're the reason yeah. that skirt sports exists. Without you, yeah. we don't have a company. We want you to be part of it in a bigger Absolutely. way than simply visiting the website and buying something. So right. Well, when you look at some of these, you know, you go into Dick Sporting Goods, you, you don't, there's not a name or a personality associated with that. There's not, you know, you don't get that. This is a family that, you know, this was, this company was built on your passion, on your desire to create something new and, and you generated and created a community along the way of other women who wanted to stay active and who that was such an important part um, of their life. And I, I want to say, you know, we did put out some, uh, we put out a few prints um, to our community to get their, their test on it. And because of the feedback, which was not positive, it was, they didn't like it. <laughs> At all, we actually are bringing back one of the most popular prints this fall. I won't say the name, but oh. I'll tell you, it's gonna be awesome. So I want to um, say it so bad. You know. No, you know what? We should have people guess. Oh, let's you should put guess. out. Yeah, let's put out some. What do you okay, think it is? comments. I think it is. What do you think well, the and print is gonna be? You know, Nicole, we are actually working on a way to um, reproduce some of the favorites of the community, cool. some of the favorite prints, uh, find a way to bring them back um, quickly. So, um, and I know, you know, for me, being um, a business owner and helping other women along their journey is important to me. It's a huge piece of what moves me. So I know we'll be doing other conversations around this, but I did want to mention, speaking of that sort of a mentoring way is one thing that I think you're good at that you've really taught me. And you're actually, I would consider a mentor to me as well in in a way that I've always sort of been looking for someone to, to support me and mentor me, but I've never really like, I just could never find it. But you have really shared with me the importance of finding mentors along the way, finding other women um, who support you, who get you, who hear you. And, um, you know, I, I don't feel so alone, you know, 
I might start crying if I keep talking. <laughs> I'm writing down our takeaways because. Oh, shoot. We have takeaways. No, this is like one of them. This is amazing. Um, so, but you're so good at that. When we first started talking, you were like, well, yeah, I talked to my, my good friend, blah, blah, blah. Who's the founder of blah, blah, blah. And like you had six people that you could speak to about the things you've been going through and that you had connected to. And I was really jealous. I was like, Oh, that must be really nice to have. And then I feel like I've sort of found that in you. Um, you know, you, we don't have to meet regularly. We don't talk, but when I need something, I know I can come to you and you're like, yeah, you're right. You're wrong. Like, you'll tell me like it is. And so I just think that's, um, a really important thing for people to find for women to find yeah, as well along their journey. So we should do our takeaways, right? Cause oh we're my God, that was amazing though. Well, I, I have three really good takeaways and you can add yeah. to them if you want. No, I love that our takeaways have morphed it. Like there was there originally because I, but it's so good. It takes the pressure well, off. I would okay. never do takeaways beforehand, but if they bubble up, they bubble up. They I mean, do, that's right? how it rolls for me. I know. All right. So tell me what your takeaways are. Well, my years. first one is you'll never be right, but you can get close. Yes. And what that means is you've got to give yourself some grace and, uh, and, and allow yourself to not be right all the time, but yes. you can get close. Well, and to be successful in business is not about being right. It's not about the right decisions. It's not about the right print. You know, that's part of where I was, I would get really hung up like, oh my gosh, what if this is not the right print? And it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be exactly it. Mm -mm. It's the fact that you're, that we're producing, we're continuing to produce these quality, awesome skirts that, you know, you don't have to be exactly right, but by, by continuing to do what you do, you are running your business. It's true. And, you know, I would add on to that, that you need to become comfortable in the gray. Black and white don't really exist. Just get comfortable in the gray. Might be dark gray, might be yes. light gray. <laughs> yes. And that will help you be happier, I think. Yes. Um, my next one is very simple. It's all about the details and pockets. Mm. <laughs> And Sarah, you don't have to go as crazy as us. I think the, we made a style with eight pockets one time. Let's just oh, say yeah. eight is too many. It's too many. It's too many. <laughs> um, and my third one is what we were just talking about. You are not alone, but you have to put yourself out there mm -hmm. to not be alone. That is true. And I will say you're much better at that than I am. I'm learning. That's actually part of the journey of the, the podcast together too, is I am getting more comfortable, but I am not, I am not good at, at sort of putting myself out there, but, but I have noticed by every time I do that, the community that you have built has continued to rally around me. And, and I, I, I know we're talking about skirt, but Zuma, our community there, the two of them have melded very well. And the, just such an amazing group of women um, who support these businesses and want to see us succeed. Yeah, because they know it's about more than the skirt and it's about more than the race. It's about the journey. Yeah, it is. 
And I would like to add one more takeaway that we didn't really touch on, but it's something that once I read about it, um, I have applied to my life um, for a very long time. And I I read an interview, was it Sheryl Sandberg, who um, was the CEO of, yeah, what is I feel bad. I should know this. She wrote Lena uh, and like Yeah, not oh, Yahoo. Google it, Yahoo. What? It, uh it's uh, terrible. Somebody leave us a comment. Microsoft. Like it's it was so something many, really important. Duh. Really we should know this. We're ridiculous up. that the most powerful female, you know, business leader. We we can't yeah, figure can. it out. Okay, bring it on. But what she said, because she was a mom and she was running this high power company and um, I think it was her. Good God. I'm going to look it up and we'll put it in the notes. But, um, when asked about how she was successful in her business, she said, um, she ruthlessly prioritized. What is it? Did you look it up? <laughs> Just saw your face. Um, she's a billionaire. 1.8 billion. Her. Wow. She's amazing. Um, Facebook. Fa- I mean, really? Did we really just do that? She's still <laughs> what, at the and Google. I feel like the prior to joining like- Facebook, she was VP of Global Online Sales and Operations at Google. Okay, yeah. Well- okay, so <laughs> Cheryl Sandberg. She talked about ruthless prioritization. Now, as I'm reading this, I don't know that she meant it the exact same way that I do, but ever since I read that, I I I took it to heart. And so as a female business owner, never do I get through my entire task list for the day. I don't like that. Um, But I have to sort of ruthlessly prioritize my day every day, right? So what is it um, that has to be done today? What has risen to the, the top as an absolute priority, you know, throughout the day, those things will continue to get prioritized. Where does my family fit in? And where do I cut out the things that, that just can't matter, which is a little bit like you'll never be right. You don't have to get it perfect. You don't have to do every task hundred percent. The key is that you get the majority of things done and you move your business forward every single day. And that is, I think a key point of if you're trying to accomplish your task list every day, which is probably 99, you know, things long, you're not going to get there. You have to look at what's happening and prioritize and then get your day done and then start over the next day and look at what's most important. So that's just, a uh, even though we didn't really talk about it, it's a takeaway that I wanted to share. That's been important to me. So anyways, that's it. I'm good. Awesome. Nailed it. Well, I think um, our prioritization now is to get back to work. It is. And stop chit-chatting about how to run a business and go run a business. Yeah. And I'm going to go run around. You are? Great. Yeah. Can we get faster? It does. So (laughs) I would like to say, if you haven't already, go check out the new website, skirtsports.com. If you have comments, suggestions, send them to us, info at skirtsports.com. Look at the product. Just so you know, it's taken a really long time to get it there. And we have tested it 
and tried it out just for you. So if you're a skirt lover, you know what you love. You know what fits you. The same product, the same quality of product is there. If you're new to skirt, go check it out. Try it. I swear you're going to love it. And um, if you don't, let me know. We'll get something figured out. And since there is no discount on the website anymore, we have a special one just for you on this Me podcast. Too. Use the code NEWSKIRT20 for 20% off. That goes through March 31st, but only you can only use it one time. Yeah. So load up, put six things in your cart or more. Yeah. And uh, nailed it. Let's Done. say the code again, though, just in case. Yeah. New, new skirt. skirt 20. New skirt 20. It's not, not very nude. Easy. Not nude. Not nude. <laughs> New N E W skirt twenty. Not under the skirt, up the skirt, behind the skirt. That. It is new N E W skirt yes. twenty. Yeah. All right, everybody. I think we're done. We are. are. We done? Thanks for joining us, and we will see you in the next episode. All right. Over Peace and out. out. Bye. <laughs>